0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BAREX. barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. barracks empowering data insights.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy.
2: Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Fine. 35 degrees in Jackson Windchill 28, and today should be a nice day. Uh, Mostly sunny by this afternoon, a high of 45. It's good news for, uh, well, the 600 crews working to restore power following last week's ice storm and yesterday's ice storm. Here in Jackson we didn't experience the full wrath of mother nature, but in mid and northern Michigan they got another ice storm and 45,000 people in mid Michigan lost power. Consumers Energy is working to restore power to those folks and the remaining customers from last week's storm in Jackson County as of 7 o'clock today. 7,676 customers are awaiting restoration, including Andy.
2: Yeah, we have a couple still here, uh, myself, Joe, your other son, mm-hmm. but he got Wi-Fi back. Andy has a, uh No, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, two Jeff. Hollies and the Steers mm-hmm. don't have power. Um, but your other son has a natural gas generator, mm-hmm. um, came with the house, obviously. That's not something he would have put in. Um, I'm thinking about getting one after I see... How much this cost him? I'm anxious to see. Yeah, you know what's what's a week cost right. on natural gas uh, generator. So, no, I have a I have a ton of people I should thank. I have a lot of people help me out. I I am very happy that I live in this town. The people that help me out. You saw yesterday I had that that wire thing fall over. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to have a real electrician come fix that. And uh, luckily enough, I'm friends with the real electrician and. Uh, they, uh, they saved the day yesterday. So now I'm just waiting for uh, Consumers Energy to come back and uh, do a storm reconnect, not a regular reconnect, a storm reconnect, oh. because that was damaged by the storm. So just, uh, yeah, as soon as that happens. So we'll be excited uh, to get home, and I know you'll be excited to get us out of your house.
1: <laughs> and I think the technical term is not water thing, but mast.
2: Well, there's, there's many different parts to that, mm. and I don't want to misspeak. So I think wire thing is something that we all can understand for is,
1: sure. Uh, storm reconnect does that take longer than the regular reconnect? Regular
2: reconnect <laughs> would take longer than the storm reconnect. Oh, storm okay. reconnect is more important than a regular reconnect because.
1: Do you think that will happen today? Yeah, I do. Oh, good.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna happen today or yeah. sometime tonight. But yeah, it's uh, um, it's wild out there. Mm-hmm. You know, people think it's like easy to fix this stuff. I think, right? Have you ever seen some of these wires? Mm. They're, they're very dangerous. I know, you don't know what the wires are. There's cable, there's. Yeah, I am. Shoot, I'm just, I get scared of them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's nuts. A um, couple Grand River stories. It's our uh, Love Living in Jackson today, presented yeah. by Heather Herndon. And each week, Heather reminds us why it is great to live here. I'm going to add some stuff to Heather's normal good stuff. but. Uh, You'll want to visit St. Patrick's Day for kegs and eggs, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. for an Irish brunch, other Irish specials, through the day, live music inside and outside, morning till night. New on Mondays, Mondays is game day. Every Monday from open to close, the game room is open for darts, foosball, basketball, Jenga, and more. I went to Grand River yesterday. What is What was yesterday? Monday. Yesterday was Monday, uh-huh. really? I think so. Is it? Wow, yeah. that's crazy, because I had no idea. Um, so I thought it was Wednesday yesterday. Um, they had the game room open last night. No wonder. Game room? Yeah, Grand River. A game room? Yeah, I just said that. Um, yeah, they have Papa shot foosball, ping pong table, and in like where we have our staff party in the back room. Uh-huh. So it's nice. So after we ordered, Ella and I went into the game room, and then when our food got back, we ate. Mm-hmm with Stephanie and then we went back to the game room. It's very nice, it's cool. And new paper menus. Oh, Wait, wait, there's more. All items on the menu, other than pizza, have a half-price portion and price option. Oh, that's a great idea Every on single one. Hmm. So, there you go.
1: Well, I like the paper menus. I've never been a fan of the tablet menus. Me
2: neither because sometimes I have a hard time working it.
1: Sometimes they're... Caked with goo. <laughs> well, that's good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we do, yes, a lot that of great reasons news. to love living in Jackson. Now, we do have a couple of um, school notes from the last week's storm. Uh, the middle school, high school at Vinegar Clake, still without power. Although um, Superintendent Tracy Lauder says some of the building has power. Some classrooms are 75 degrees, some classrooms are 50 degrees. Mm. So they're gonna wait till the whole place has their power. Yeah. And at Jackson College, they've got power restored to, uh, well, just about uh, everything except one of the residence halls without mm. power. So because of that, um, the residence halls will remain closed till after spring break, which is next week. And there's no food service today at Jackson College because all the food went bad. So they're waiting for a new delivery of food, mm. and they hope to restart food service next week. And that's also the case of Vandercook Lake. There's no food service uh, because there's no food.
2: Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's another thing that with this with the storm, the amount of food that's people have lost is uh, mm-hmm. is just in, uh, incredible. Um, are you paying attention to any of the student loan hearings that are supposed to happen today?
1: Yes, the Supreme Court today is going to uh, hear arguments uh, that um, would allow the uh, would allow President Biden to cancel student debt.
2: I would like him to cancel uh, my electric bill.
1: <laughs> well, when's the
2: hearing on that? Um, how do you think that's going to go?
1: Supreme Court—you never know. It's you
2: never know. Can't predict. Well, you think about all the money that's been spent on this topic already, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably enough to wipe out all that student loan debt. I,
3: I would—I would think that yeah. the amount
2: of money spent on talking, promoting, um, has already eclipsed what's what's uh, mm-hmm. Americans' own student debt, but. I guess that's, uh, that's government at its uh, finest.
1: Tens of millions of uh, low to middle income Americans would be affected. The president wants to cancel up to $20,000 per person in student loans. Mm. So mm. a lot of people waiting for
2: that. Yeah, if, you know, anyone who's passed their, st- their student loan you know, thinks this is ridiculous. And of course, anyone with a student loan, for the most part, would love to not pay the student loan, right? right. It just makes it just makes sense, so. Crazy
1: weather all throughout the country. Uh, Los Angeles getting uh, mm. snow for the first time in 40 years. And New York City, until yesterday, did not get any snow. Yeah, that's what I had heard. Yeah, for the first time all season, New York City finally showing up, uh, snow's finally showing up uh, for, um, so far, uh, this is it. This is the most snow they've had all season. So people are uh, delighting in New York City. They Lovely. snow in New
2: York City. it Looks like fun.
1: It's not winter in New York City without, without
2: snow. I have never been to New York City. That's true. That is true. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I should go. You should go. Everyone who goes say you have to go to New York City. Today go. would be
1: a good day because it's, yeah. it's uh, snowy snowing snowy in uh, New York City what did
2: you have for dinner last night
1: um, you know I don't remember because I've had I've been sick for the last uh, three days <laughs> and I can't hear a word you're saying well, that's fine I, I can't hear anything now <laughs> yesterday I couldn't taste I couldn't breathe um, I think I don't know if my taste is back I can breathe now
2: oh wait you lost your taste <laughs>
1: No, I, and I, If I would have said was, that on this
2: show two years ago, you would have called me aside.
1: It's from the cold. It's cold. Yeah, and it's just
2: a little head cold is all. You've, yeah. been, uh, you've been tested, of course. You know what I'm looking forward to? Jackson High versus Lumen Christie basketball tonight. tonight. It is tonight. Live yeah. on JTV. Live on JTV and uh, we're excited to bring you that. They don't play all the time like they used to. This will be the one matchup. Used to
1: play twice a year. Used
2: to play twice a year. I'd love to see that come back. It should um, and we used to call this the city championship but I'm not comfortable calling it that because mm-hmm. they haven't played in, in quite in a little bit. Yeah so we'll just call it a crosstown rivalry uh, tonight but hey if you don't have power, come out to the game. It's, uh, I heard they're having Chick-fil-A there. Did you hear this? I hear they're what? having Chick-fil-A at the game.
1: Are you making something up?
2: No, I saw it on Facebook. Really? and Everything you see on Facebook is okay, real. Okay, so
1: the closest Chick-fil-A is about uh, 40 miles away. So. That's, that's what I thought, like, yeah.
2: but I, you've never been to an event that has Chick-fil-A catered. They mm. know what they're doing. Oh. They just put them in those sandwich bags and put them in like one of those pizza th- warmers and mm-hmm. they're piping hot when they get to you. So, boy, I hope they have Chick-fil-A tonight over there. Where's the gonna, game at? I think it's at Lumen Christi. Lumen Christi. <laughs> it is at uh, Lumen Christi High School. Nice. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to that. Live coverage tonight presented by Avenue Auto around 6.45 uh, p.m. Uh, we don't have a Chick-fil-A here.
1: We don't have a Krispy Kreme here either, but it's possible coming soon Uh, we could see Krispy Kreme at McDonald's. (gasps) Starting March 21st, McDonald's is expanding its partnership with Krispy Kreme to approximately 160 locations, uh, mostly in the uh, Louisville, Lexington area right now. It's kind of a test to uh, see if there is a demand for the popular donuts. They have original glazed chocolate iced with sprinkles and raspberry filled. At select McDonald's, so those might be coming to McDonald's. I remember
2: when they had their own standalone restaurants. You remember the one outside of the Eastwood Town Center yeah. that they had, and then it lasted a few months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very interesting. It's uh, you know, I don't know if anyone can can get past Dunkin' Donuts, right? It's just, it's tough. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dunkin', Dunkin' Dunkin's got the market. I don't
1: know. We have a Hinckleys in Jackson, so we do. Who needs any other donuts? I don't. Mm-hmm. We uh, are in the uh, start of the postseason in high school. Oh I my suppose. gosh! And in, uh, here's an interesting uh, story. In Nebraska, a cheerleader, uh, her whole team quit. What? She was the only one left. <laughs> she was the only cheerleader left. I like the her whole parents. Team quit. So she competed all by herself in the Nebraska State uh, Championships. She competed solo. Her teammates quit for uh, personal reasons. Really? I thought we had a picture, but I guess I don't. Oh,
2: that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> okay. Let me get yeah. to some yeah. uh, local sports. Yeah. Yeah, let's do some local all sports. Right. We've got the uh, Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our good friends at uh, Extreme, and you mentioned that we are in the playoffs, girls are, but let me get to the boys first. Here's some scores. Grass Lake, 59. Vandercook Lake, 43. It was Michigan Center, 78. Hanover Horton, 60. 78, that's a lot for uh, uh, Hanover Horton team to give up. Columbia Central, they beat Blissfield 48-44 in overtime. Uh, over to those girls' playoff. Uh, basketball scores so these these district action and um, we've got Mason Mason 49, Jackson 29 so the Jackson girls season is uh, is done. Adrian uh, they beat Hillsdale. Homer they beat Concord and it was reading over Addison. Lumen Christie advanced by beating Michigan Center. They will par- play Grass Lake on wednesday and then leslie beat potterville in a close one here's what's coming up on deck tonight boys basketball we've got columbia at northwest concord at union city vandy at ej manchester at hanover grass lake at clinton of course jackson high at lumen christie uh jackson preps hosting michigan center on the road napoleon at western napoleon looks to remain undefeated keep that perfect season alive and then Bronson uh, will be in town at Springport, and that's on deck. Thanks to Extreme Dodge and our uh, good friends over there for helping us bring you scores and highlights every single day on JTV and JTV TV.
1: So next week,
2: boys' districts. Next week, boys' districts. Yep. So yeah, when with the uh, cancellation, there's or the storm, there's been a lot moved around. Some games have been canceled. Um, but yeah, they had to get a few games in, you know, before uh, before playoffs start.
1: Yeah, last week they had uh, Hanover play at uh, Grass Lake, uh, and then I think there was another. Yeah, there was like, like a double
2: header, up. triple header. Yeah. Oh, here's uh, your cheerleading gal. Oh yes, yeah,
1: so we do have the uh, the cheerleader the uh, competition yeah. in uh, Nebraska. So apparently, cheerleading isn't as popular in Nebraska as it is here in Michigan because the stands. Well, wow. maybe, maybe everybody's sitting on Everyone one side. Everyone could of the be arena. on the other
2: side. Yeah. So this doesn't look like a competitive cheer.
1: hmm It's just her. I mean, the rest of the team quit. Yeah. So what could she? We don't know what the other cards might have said. Maybe go. Go fight win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Noah, can you call that school's athletic director and uh, get a statement? Yeah. So, hmm. hmm, interesting. Yeah, you know, who knows what happened? You know, you never know there could have been something with a boy and a boyfriend mm-hmm. and personal reasons that's all they're saying, so we don't know. You never know. So. You never but know. She did not win. Really? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of... It's lot hard to win the
1: team championships when you're the only... Uh, yeah,
2: that's tough. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine how difficult that was for her to go out and do that by herself. Give her a lot of credit. Yes, for sure. Who's on the show today? Got a great show lined up. We're going to get things started with our Sheriff, Gary Schutte, and Undersheriff, Chris Simpson, right after this break.
0: The morning show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights.
2: The Jackson High Ambassador auction is happening. It's coming up. It is on Friday, March 10th, and uh, it's a great event. I love Love to go to this event every year, and I always find a gem in the silent auction. I actually found, believe it or not, uh, a participation medal from a 1920s Olympics that I got at the Jackson High. I remember that. Yeah, Yeah. you remember that. It was cool. So you never know what you can find at at the Jackson uh, High Ambassador Auction. So if you'd like to get tickets, give them a call, or you can visit jhsambassador23.givesmart.com.
1: You could win uh, pound cakes as uh, baked by J.I. Principal Monica Pierce. Very good, yeah. very good. Uh, thanks to Vermeulen's Home Furnishings bringing you the morning show today. Vermulens for uh, three generations, has been serving our community with uh, quality furniture, design service, and community support. Thanks to everyone at Vermeulen's. A lot of great deals going on right now
2: at Vermeulen's on West Michigan Avenue. We'd now like to welcome our Sheriff, Gary Schutte, and Undersheriff, Chris Simpson. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing well. Uh, gosh, what a what a crazy uh, last few weeks it's been, just in general. I know it's always crazy for you guys, but <laughs> let's start with the, the storm. Um, what type of... Uh, What type of impact does that have on you guys? Uh, I assume you get a lot of different calls than you normally normally would during regular times. Talk a little bit about the storm.
4: Sure, so like the first night that the storm came in, uh, we had, uh, we were inundated with calls. We had 87 calls just in a six hour period. And we were scrambling, going all over the place, Mm -hmm. trying to uh, uh, make sure that we're courting off areas where yep. there's wires down, and um, of course trying to block streets off uh, that had trees down over them so cars don't run into them. It was um, it was chaos for a little while.
2: Yeah, it's hard to do in the dark too.
4: It is very <laughs> difficult, it is very difficult. Yeah, you
1: guys probably had your own team with uh, power issues.
4: Yeah, I, uh, I was out from, was it Thursday until I, yeah, early morning Thursday until uh, Sunday night, 7:30. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I have a generator. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah, that's one thing. You know, people. People. Have said, "Oh, well, everyone. You know, the important people get their power back. It's there are consumers, energy executives yeah, today still without talk to power. One, talked right. to one yesterday yeah. that did not have power. It doesn't power. matter who you are. It's just. No. Oh.
2: No. I don't think so, unless you have a friend that's a lineman you used to work with for 30 years. I think that might be the only thing they can
5: get I think our emergency management, you know, for Jackson County did a fantastic job uh, of pushing information out um, as far as what was coming, uh, mm-hmm. when it was coming, and you know, kind of gave everybody in Jackson County that preparation. So, you know, kudos to Jason Brining and his team. Um, they did a fantastic job with that, mm-hmm. and you know, we knew it was coming and. Yeah. It was just a, a, a preparation for it and then, you know, obviously responding.
1: Yeah, they've got incredible uh, calls. People in the worst times of their lives are right. calling and they're in panic situation. It's a lot, of, uh, a lot of juggling that the dispatchers have.
5: Sure, but Jacksonians are resilient. Yeah. I mean, we've been here before, we've done it, and, you know, we're through it. And, you know, we'll clean up and get some homes repaired and, you know, some vehicles repaired yeah. and, you know, cut trees the whole nine. Yeah, I was and, just saying that. But, you know, we, we always rebound well. Yeah. I mean, Jacksonians are very, and Michiganders for that yeah. part, very resilient.
2: Yeah, I was mentioning earlier, this community is a great place to live in general, but, you know, especially during something like this, I mean, friends, neighbors, this community always seems to uh, to come together at those times. So. Um, and definitely uh, I'm sure everyone's seen someone with a chainsaw out helping. so oh yes
3: for
1: sure <laughs> yeah and I'm sure there's uh, people who have uh, uh, opened their showers <laughs> and, uh, and living rooms uh, to friends and neighbors Oh yes. I'm sure they
2: have yeah I'm sure they have just like just like the holidays mm-hmm. um, there was a you know the incident across the state uh, a few weeks ago where uh, there was a uh, a hoax call into school districts, um, saying that a shooting had already happened. Talk us through, uh, we've heard about your, the incredible response from all all departments. Um, talk about what goes on during that. Um, there's a lot of moving parts to that as well, and these hoax calls, uh, gosh, they're tough, right, Gary? They,
4: they are. are. You know, uh, I'll take a step back a little bit. We. We prepare for this. Yes. Um, unfortunately, it's the time that we live in, right? And uh, we had all sorts of different trainings that we went through. We did trainings with uh, local fire departments. We did trainings with all of our uh, local police departments mm-hmm. in this area. Um, and then we did our own training. Um, in fact, we were at Luma Christi High School. Uh, they allowed us the use of their high school to train specifically for a response to this type of, a, uh, of an incident. So. We were well prepared for it. You hate to say that you have to prepare for something like this, but it's the time that we live in. And um, it was an all hands on deck Mm -hmm. call out. So we had had 55 police officers there in a very short amount of time. In fact, I know we were there clearing the hallways out before many of the school uh, personnel even knew that it was a hoax call. That's amazing. So um, we had a lot of positive responses from uh, staff at Jackson High School um, there's 40 plus entrances and exits from that school we had all of them covered within six minutes amazing. so um, I think it was a fantastic job um, in a left-handed way it was nice because we were able to actually practice it real time real right. yeah, time yeah. we had fire on scene that blocked off the streets we had rescue and ambulance there uh, ready to respond in the event that you know god forbid something had happened and we had police officers on scene going in using proper tactics and doing things yeah. that they were supposed to do oh, that's So a, I, I know it shook the kids yeah. up and I know it shook the staff up and that's a shame yeah yeah yeah, yeah for
2: sure I mean I'm, that's amazing to hear that response and you know there's a lot of people things the community doesn't think about you think 40 40 exits to a building need to be covered, manpower. I mean, there's a lot that goes on yes, that is. the general public just has no idea what's going on, right yes,
5: Chris? Absolutely, and, and the sheriff mentioned it, and you know, we, we definitely approach it from a proactive standpoint of training, yeah. and not just training within law enforcement or first responders, but training with our, our soft targets, mm-hmm. uh, schools, churches, things of that nature. And we we tell our school districts, you know, your your EAGs or your emergency action guidelines that you have, because every school has protocols on what they're going to do when they lock down or how they lock down. Um, It's important to practice them, rehearse them, and and take them serious. Uh, We all pray that it, it never really happens here. But, but we all know that you know it is a possibility.
1: is there any way there uh, the, the perpetrators are going to get uh, brought to justice?
4: It's going to be a difficult task mm-hmm. just because of the fact that um, there was so many that were done in Michigan um, they used a couple of different programs that frankly are difficult for us to trace. Mm-hmm. but we do have some really good people working on it to the Michigan State Police and the uh, the FBI mm-hmm. uh, and they Frankly, they have things that I don't understand. Yeah. You know, um, they have magic wands when it comes to the electronic mm-hmm. grid and um, the internet and the informational systems that are out there. So I'm confident that they'll get us in some direction. Yeah. Um, but when you're really sophisticated and you're pulling off this hoax, uh, you have to wonder. You know, what what is the intent behind it? Um, that's the thing that we've been trying to decipher ourselves. You know, what what is the end game here? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's nothing maybe it was just a, a prankster doing this, but um, we always have to be thinking about what is the potential here what is the possibility
1: It's chaos so there's people <laughs> who just want to create chaos yeah, and havoc. some some people for sure
2: uh, yeah, Michigan state uh, very close very close to the situation um, yeah, maybe maybe you guys were even involved in in some way uh talk a little bit about um, kind of what happened at Michigan state and um, just kind of what you guys witnessed.
4: So interestingly enough, I was, at, uh, uh, I was in Ann Arbor with my daughter. She goes to the University of Michigan mm-hmm. uh, when it all came in. Um, so we had made uh, contact with their command center um, and offered up our, our special response team from mm-hmm. Jackson County to respond to it. Um, we were informed that they had enough personnel on, on ground that they didn't need any additional assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally uh, texted uh, Sheriff Rigglesworth uh, in Ingham County and talked with him about whether or not he needed any additional assistance and told him to to let me know if he did. Mm -hmm. They did not, Um, but we were ready to go. Uh, I know a lot of our guys were contacting uh, both myself and other commanders who wanted to go up there and respond and assist. Um, which is which is very heartening yeah. uh, during a circumstance like that they want to go out there And that's the kind of police officers that we have in this community cool. They mm-hmm. want to respond mm-hmm. to those kinds of things and people mm-hmm. need to understand that you know in this day and age unfortunately um, Police get a bad rap for a lot of different reasons some of it's earned right? Um, but the reality of it is 99 percent of our, our officers and I would say in Jackson dare I say hundred mm-hmm. percent Uh, are ready to serve at a moment's notice and um, do a fantastic job.
1: Yeah, I I think we're pretty lucky. I agree. And you see really, um, not just in that particular situation, but uh, really on a day-to-day basis, the cooperation, the intergovernmental agency cooperation that we have in Jackson County. A lot of counties don't have that.
5: Yeah, they don't. As you can see, the response from Michigan State, but before that, you know, first and foremost, you know, My condolences to the families Mm -hmm. and those who were injured. Um, My daughter just graduated from MSU a couple years ago, and you know, as they show the pictures of the victims, I mean, I see my daughter in some of those pictures, and I'm, you know, I'm very remorseful uh, to those families. But um, Lansing has a good cooperative law enforcement um, community with MSU DPS, East Lansing. Uh, Lansing PD, MSP, I mean Ingham County, Eaton County, some of the townships, I mean, they're they're, they're very blessed to have good law enforcement in that area, and um, we we liken to Jackson just like uh, Lansing area.
1: A lot of the uh, training that occurs, and it's daily, it's all behind the scenes. Uh, The average citizen has no idea um, the amount and the type of training that you're going through and you're putting people through every day.
4: Right, and and, and it's not just that tactical response that you see, it's the tabletop exercises as well, sitting around and and talking about what ifs. And those are so important because they they allow us to explore the absurd, right, and then uh, formulate a plan in the event Mm -hmm. that something like that happens. And we get pretty creative when we talk about those types of things, and I think it's very helpful in our responses. And you can see it as it takes place in real time um, during the training exercises that we do. And of course we were witnessing it as it happened uh, in real time uh, in Ingham County uh, at Michigan State and you can tell that they're, they're well prepared as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to any of the dispatching that was going on. And The dispatcher did an absolutely fantastic job too. Um, so, Obviously, they're they're well greased uh, for this type of emergency.
2: Well, I want to thank you uh, both for all you do in the community, and uh, especially for taking time today to uh, to talk to the people in our community. We certainly appreciate it.
4: No, oh, anytime. Anytime. We'd be happy to come back anytime you would like.
2: Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good our welcome. sheriff Gary Shooty and undersheriff Chris Simpson.
4: More of the morning show right after this quick break. Come to the Jackson Antique and Collectible Show March 3rd and 4th at the Jackson Fairgrounds. From 10 a.m. to 5
0: p.m., find over 100 booths inside. Admission is $3, kids under 12 free. A picker's dream
4: with thousands of unique items. The Jackson Antique and Collectible Show. Within the folds of your life, you find the passion and drive to keep pushing forward. Growth comes from continually moving ahead in every stage of life. Count on County National Bank to help with seamless financial solutions. We can act quickly and accommodate your needs, whatever life brings your way. Our local bankers understand our community and your goals.
0: Let's work together.
4: Learn more about our personalized banking services at cnbb.bank. Member FDIC.
0: Family owned and operated make professional tree care your choice when it comes to your property. Our certified arborist will examine your landscape and handle all your trimming and maintenance needs. From tree removal to tree trimming and stump grinding to lock clearing, PTC gets the job done. Professional tree care is proud to serve members of the Jackson community using cutting edge equipment and your satisfaction is our guarantee. Visit us online at ptcjackson.com or call 517-499-2820. Collins Brothers Floor Covering has been serving the Jackson community for over 80 years. We specialize in residential and commercial projects and offer a full range of flooring materials from carpet to luxury vinyl. With endless colors, styles, and patterns to choose from, we can complement the look of any room. Quality products at the best value and customer satisfaction are guaranteed when you choose Collins Brothers Floor Covering. Contact Collins Brothers Floor Covering and see how we can personalize your project today. The morning show is brought to you by Barex. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights.
2: Today's show is brought to you by Cascades Manor, located in the beautiful 465-acre cascades park the cascades manor is the perfect location for your next special event available seven days a week for private gatherings whether you have 15 people or 275 people make uh, the cascades manor your spot for your next event visit cascadesmanor.com and there's still uh, some open dates for weddings Uh in 2023 so give them a call
1: Last week, the Career Center Open House was a victim of the ice storm, but they've rescheduled it for tomorrow, March 1st, Wednesday, March 1st. Come on out to the Jackson Area Career Center from 4 to 7 p.m. Meet the instructors, see the beautiful facilities, learn about the opportunities available to everyone in our community at the Jackson Area Career Center. Joining us now is the mayor of the city of Jackson,
2: Daniel Mahoney.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is a
2: powerful show. We have sheriff, under sheriff, now mayor. I mean, wow. I don't know what's... It puts done. a lot of
1: pressure on the next guest. It, it does. does. It put does put a lot of pressure on the
2: next guest. <laughs> uh, we were just talking. We ran into each other every, almost every weekend, I feel like, in the yeah. last four uh, I think one of my favorites was the uh, the daddy daughter dance.
3: Yeah, that was a good
2: time. Tell me, tell me, how many girls do you have? Five. Right, and I five saw you girls. dancing, and I don't know how you do it with five.
3: One at <laughs> a time, yeah. or five at a time if I have to. Do you get messed up during the cupid shuffle? You know, um, <laughs> nope, I don't. Uh, only thing that messes me up is when everybody else is messed up. Then yeah, so uh, I think the confusing part is to turn. Yeah,
5: because
3: uh-huh. there was a couple
2: times I was completely the wrong way, but I wasn't the only one as you saw. So I'm gonna follow your lead next year.
3: Uh, right on. We had a good time. Yeah. It was such it's a cool. such a good turnout. Um, you know, it was uh important for us to go this year. It's my my oldest daughter's last year yeah. being within that age range, and mm-hmm. uh, ability to go. And it was my youngest daughter's first time going. Cool. So um it was a it was a cool experience. And the
2: city puts this on and to have this two days in a row sell out What's yeah. that say about the the people of our city?
3: That's right. That's right. All the fathers, man, taking the girls yep. out and showing them a good time, and um, you know, showing them what a, a gentleman is supposed to treat That's them right. like. That's right. That's uh, right. Sets the it sets the standard. You know, the next day, I um, next morning, I flew out and went to Georgia to surprise my father for his 60th birthday. Oh wow! Um, and he he cried like a baby. It was mm. it was. It was a little weird. I'm mean, not used to seeing my dad <laughs> cry. Um, but you know, he he. Uh, we were talking, and he said, "You know, I didn't, I didn't expect you to make it. I just saw you on on Facebook and posting a picture of you and the, the girls at the daddy daughter dance. And I, you know, was just proud that you you know are taking them to out to the dance. And you know, that's the footsteps that I look to follow. My my father uh, took all all my sisters to the daddy daughter dance." Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's what we we laughed about that and had a good time. It was a good weekend overall. It was a good weekend.
1: Five daughters. How do you get out of the house every day?
3: Uh, um, how do you get?
1: Uh, yeah, that's it's
3: like very fast. <laughs> I usually need to leave so I can go find a restroom to get into, <laughs> you know, so. Did you have power? Uh, you know, we have lucked out this, this storm. We really have. Uh, the last big storm that we had, our power was out for three days. Mm-hmm. And I think whatever they fixed must have been the weak point because we had trees and limbs down everywhere, but uh, somehow we stayed with power. Uh, My mother, however, is out of power still. Um, so we actually just had an electrician at her house this morning and- Oh, it sounds um, like she
2: might have the same problem that I had with the uh, mask thing falling yeah. off and then the electrician has to fix it. Exactly, yes, exactly. That is, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it <laughs> seems
3: like there's a lot of people who that happened to. It's, I've
2: been talking to a lot of electricians and this storm, more than any that they can recall, yeah. and really it's you know all across these lower counties. So yeah. it's an interesting thing. A lot of people don't know that it how is. that works.
3: Um, it is, but you know, I know consumers is you know doing the best they can yeah. to get everybody back on the grid and back in power. Um, they they did a wonderful thing this weekend and um, hosted a breakfast uh, for people to come out to, uh, which I thought was just great. I mean, it's just great to see how the community pulls together in these crises like this, and when situation happens, uh, when situations like this happen, just to see the community to come together and support each other. In these moments, so it's it's been tough. It's been tough on our our city crews getting limbs cleaned up and um, you know the 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 trees out of the, the the streetways and different things like that. It's uh it's been a it's been a it's been a tough week for everybody. It's yeah, been a tough week. Uh,
1: there's Garrick Rochal, CEO of Consumers, serving breakfast at Gene Davis on Sunday morning. Yep. One of the things I know you're uh, excited about is the annual essay and art contest that the NAACP
3: yeah. puts on. Super, super excited. So I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys know how important the NAACP uh, has been just in, in my transformation as a person and an uh, advocate in advocating civil rights and things like that. And um, this event is, is something I think that always has inspired me that the branch does. Generally, what we do is, this event is uh, is is happens. We usually try to announce it like right before Thanksgiving, so that way the person who wins, the young person who wins, uh, will be able to come to the MLK Day of Service event that we do. But here's what happens every year: <laughs> we get it out the week before Thanksgiving, and then Thanksgiving break happens, and then they come back for a couple of weeks and then Christmas break happens, and then they come back from Christmas break and they go right into the standardized testing mm-hmm. that they have to do. And it doesn't give teachers a lot of time to get this information to their students in the system uh, with actually like doing an art project or mm-hmm. writing an essay. So um, this year I made the suggestion, let's just separate it. Let's announce it at the MLK Day of Service okay. and then host it and allow it to go for 45, 60 days, however many days we have to take to get responses um, and just do it as a separate event it's just uh, super important so we we chose a theme this year um, based on what our theme was for this year's MLK day of service and uh, what we chose as a theme was uh, from uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's speech that he gave at a high school called what's in your life's blueprint Um, I mean everybody is used to hearing the I have a dream speech uh, but if they have not heard what's in your life's blueprint, uh, then they're, they're truly missing out. So this is the, the question that we're posing uh, to the young people, is what's in your life's blueprint? Um, and we wanna have them write an essay or present a, a piece of art that represents what's in their life's blueprint, what do they see for themselves and their future and uh, mm-hmm. in themselves, and, and uh, put that in a speech or in a piece of art for us.
1: I had never heard uh, that quote uh, attributed to Dr. King in what context was that?
3: So he, in the speech, he talked about so many powerful things, and this was to a high school, um, and I believe it was to a graduating class, and he was asking them, you know, what's in your life's blueprint? And he gave them a set of things that they must have, in their life's blueprints. One of those things was uh, you have to have a, a, a desire to be the best version of yourself, um, that you have to um, you know, find what it is that you're passionate about or what you do and do it to the best of your ability. One of the, the my favorite lines in there is he said, if you are a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like that, that just paints a picture right in my brain mm-hmm. to, to imagine like wanting to do a job so well that it can be compared to something as the artwork that Michelangelo did. I mean, because he was just in his element, all of the work that he did. Um, and, and when he posed that question of what's in your life's blueprint, it really just made me think this is the question that we should make sure that all our young people should be thinking about like, what is in your life's blueprint? What makes it up? What makes you up? What, what are the things that inspire you? What are you aspiring to become in your life? Uh, and let's put that on paper so you can have something to remember it by.
1: Thank you very much.
3: No problem, Thanks, so you got Thank one you.
1: month, to got those uh, essays in. No, you got longer than that. <laughs> 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 our uh, mayor, Daniel Mahoney. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you so Thank much. You. Good day, Jackson.
0: Yeah. More on The Morning Show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by BareX. barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. barracks empowering data insights.
1: You are invited to the Jackson County Drug Summit. It is happening March 8th, Wednesday, a week from tomorrow. It's Wednesday, it's next Wednesday. Today is Tuesday. Next Wednesday, March 8th, 8 a.m. at the American One Event Center at Keeley Park. A chance to hear all the latest in the fight against opioid addiction. Dr. Kara Poland will be the featured guest speaker. She's a recognized expert in addiction medicine. The day includes presentations by professionals and community members about the impact of opioid drug use in Jackson County, as well as treatment prevention and recovery methods. There's a free lunch, a whole day of uh, experts. So be sure and uh, join everyone for the Drug Summit next Wednesday.
2: We'd like to now welcome from Barker Weber Insurance Agency, Josh Walls. Good morning.
6: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
2: it's great to see. I was mentioning it's great to see you uh, during a weekday. We run into each other at the gym.
6: Every Saturday.
2: Oh my goodness.
6: Watching girls basketball, eating hot dogs is and there pretzels any, all day. Is there
2: anything better? No. <laughs>
6: no, it's the best.
2: Seriously.
6: <laughs> we did get in. Uh, we were first place this weekend. That's awesome. So, so that was good for us. Very good. Yep. Very good. It was good to see the girls awesome. hold their medals up. And Awesome. Yeah, fun. That's,
1: that's fun. Hard work yep. pays off, right? Yep. Josh is with Barker Weber Insurance Agency, and your brother, uh, Tim, is also there.
6: He is, yep. Yeah, Tim is uh, Vice President of Operations, and in charge of the healthcare, and uh, working with family. I know he's just sitting behind his computer squirming at what I could say today, so.
1: <laughs> maybe we'll get maybe we'll get to will get or to might be able to, yeah. I need a job when I get back, so let's, <laughs> we'll keep
6: it clean, but, yep.
1: We uh, also know that Barker Weber's part of the Jackson Commercial Contractors uh, Association. And that's for you as an organization. Why is it important to be part of JCCA?
6: So um, several things. Uh, number one, JCCA wants to keep everything local. So we had a meeting a couple months ago with Western School Board. Uh, Mike Schmidick came in um, keeping it local, right? We've hired Toby Jones as our owner's rep. Mercer's doing the work. Um, Mercer's also broken down the different bids into smaller categories, so more smaller trades can bid on it. So keep it local and keep the people working. So with insurance, I love going to those meetings because i am I used to be an electrical contractor for 20 years. So I don't really talk insurance there. I yeah. love talking to that room full of contractors right. and picking their brain. And,
2: and they probably like talking to someone who knows a little bit about what they're right. doing, even though you're in, right. in the insurance field yep. now. Okay.
1: After the show, would you mind going over to Andy's house? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But had I known that, <laughs> yeah. he would have got, would have got a got bunch of phone. generators. Just you let would have gotten a phone
2: call. <laughs> That's for sure.
1: I know. Uh, also, the team at Barker Weber is very involved in the uh, community. Oh yeah. Did you know that Josh was a member of the Spring Arbor Fire Department for more than a dozen years? I think I did that. I did, yep. did
6: know that. Yeah. My first time on JTV was um, yeah. where we live okay. with Lloyd and Judy came out oh, and yeah. we did the tour of the fire department. Oh, that's awesome. Yep, And I took them all the way up hundred foot in our new tower truck at the time. Yeah. And it was fun to see Lloyd just white knuckling that,
2: yeah. <laughs> hard hard to hard but it was fun. You, um, you and I have kind of an interesting uh, similarity. We both started working with our brothers around a year ago. How's that going for you? Good. Yeah.
6: Um, around our office, Timmy, is um, he's a numbers guy. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys know Tim. Yeah. He's pretty straight-laced. Yeah. And then here I show up. <laughs> so um, so it was good. Um, we both want the same thing for our customers. Um, we explained it. We have a customer that Tim does for healthcare, and then I do their building, you know, mm-hmm. property and casualty and workman's comp. Yeah. And um, the lady, we were just talking in general about the differences between us. And I said, well, here's the difference. I said, honestly, this morning this happened. I said, Tim was really nice and brought in Hinckley Donuts and put two boxes of donuts for all the staff. And I came behind him and stapled my business card to those boxes. <laughs> so,
2: so that's right. brothers four. what brothers are for. That's what brothers are for, you know? That's a great idea. That is a great idea. I want to start doing that. Yeah. Wow, that's smart. Wise. Very wise. You gotta outthink them. Yeah. Well, obviously the storm, right? Um, what's that like in your business? Uh, I know that you guys treat all of your customers like family and I'm sure you've had to have some, some of those type of conversations. Yeah. So
6: actually this morning I asked Kate um, who does some of our personal line CSR work um, and she's handled probably nine or ten. Yeah. And we have several CSRs there so it's been a really busy week handling claims. Um, and that's a little bit different for us because we want you to call Barker Weber mm-hmm. when you have a claim. You know, we really want that personal touch. We don't want to send you to a 1-800 number because you're going to be stuck in line for hours and hours. And sometimes it's not even a claim. Mm -hmm. It could just be questions in the yard or refrigerator.
2: You know, we'll walk you through and help you out. You live here, your customers live here, and they want want to know that they can count on someone here right Right. now. Right, yep.
1: Now, certainly everybody's got uh, different uh, levels of coverage, but typically, uh, with a storm like this, uh, things like um, your refrigerator contents—those right.
6: things covered. Um, so it's kind of one of those risk and rewards, right? Okay. So definitely call us if you have a question. Mm-hmm. But maybe you have a five hundred dollar deductible, and you have three hundred dollars worth of food in your refrigerator. Like, we want to walk you through and say, well, let's not file a claim, or let's file a claim because your refrigerator did fail mm-hmm. and. Your oven is gone, so let's yeah. look at what that num- those numbers look like before we just mm-hmm. file a claim for you. you are, know? There,
2: are there some situations where, you know, during a storm you've got to get some work done and work done now? Um, is it okay to get some work done you, before yeah, the insurance you, Yep, you do yeah. it.
6: You call us when, you, when we're there. So the whole time our building actually lost power. Yeah, um, uh, We never closed. So everyone can work from home. Um, you know, we dispatch people out at two-hour increments. So that way, once they got their computer set up at the, their house, the next person left. So there was no lack of coverage for our customers.
1: Yeah, okay. and there's going to be all kinds of claims. I'm sure the trees on the We've seen so many. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Trees on the roof, and yeah, who knows what kind of uh, financial impact the storm is going to have on mm-hmm. right, our community, right. but it's, it's, it's likely to be pretty
6: major. Right. No, it was it, it was pretty bad. I remember I left the office late that night just coming home, and... I guess I didn't. I knew the storm was coming, mm-hmm. but it was just eerie listening to all the tree branches just fall around yeah. you. Yeah, and the ice and.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a historic storm. Um, Jackson County's never had something right. like that, and hopefully we'll never again. I know. Hopefully. We appreciate uh, you guys and your uh, support of JTV and your sponsorship all right. and all that you're doing in the community.
6: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
1: Josh Wells from Barker Weber Insurance Agency. More of The Morning Show after this.
0: The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.
1: Thanks to the Fortress Cafe for providing coffee in the green room today, the CNB Green Room. Fortress Cafe, downtown in the Lean Rocket Lab. They've got indoor seating, plenty of workspaces. Uh, Today's roast, medium roast. Oh, very nice. And here's one you should try sometime, Rocket Fuel. That's their secret weapon to kickstart any day. Works especially well on cold winter mornings. Four shots of espresso, a little steamed milk, honey and cinnamon. Hmm. Thank you, Fortress Cafe. Hmm. That
2: sounds very good, mm-hmm. very, very good.
1: Uh, you know, uh, Governor DeSantis in Florida. Ron? Yes, uh, he uh, signed a bill that is uh, gonna cause Disney to pay back a lot of taxes and give up uh, control of uh, geography. Well, in the state legislature, uh, Senator Lauren Book filed a new bill intended to make it illegal for a dog to stick its head out the car window. Yes, true story. No dog, this is likely to be considered by the legislature, can be on the running board, fender hood, or roof of any more vehicle, or any trunk, enclosed cargo space, may not be transported in a car that's being towed. The bill would require dogs to be secured in a crate, in the car, so no longer would the dog be able to stick their head would out you, the car What would,
2: would you say? That gal's name was that introduced the bell? Uh, Florida Senator Lauren Book. Lauren, dare I say, damn you. <laughs> dogs <laughs> need that fresh air and that's why they love it. <laughs> yes. You clearly aren't a dog owner lover. You know what she probably is? She probably has cats. Probably. She probably has cats yeah. and her neighbors have dogs. That's so dumb. Well, yeah. she was elected to something. Broward County. Oh. <laughs> hey, tomorrow morning, join us. Stephanie Kristovic from Jackson Catholic Schools will be here. And Corey Mays, and he's going to talk about the new downtown Jackson Social District. That will be here finally, even though it was kind of approved a few years ago, but it's really going to come together now. March 17th. March 17th. St. Saint Patrick's Day. Day. And we'll also have Corbin Swint, the general manager at and. Every year when he's here before St. Patrick's Day, we get uh, a... Don't call it Shamrock Shake. Well, you just, no, it's a uh, the Patty Shake. St. Patty Shake. The Patty Shake. Yeah. The yeah. Patty Shake. Uh,
1: later today on uh, the afternoon show, we have Danielle Piquet from the Jackson County Department on Aging, Terry Didos and Megan Hayward from Consumers Energy, the robotics competition this weekend. Mm-hmm at SAU. Paige McCafferty from LHR Museum and Craig Hatch and Haley Hammig from Experience Jackson and the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce. That's coming up later today. Thanks to you for joining us and we will see you this afternoon. Uh, (laughs) Bye-bye.